No Dunks is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. And GameTime is not just sports tickets. They also dabble in music and theater tickets. That's nice, because I like basketball. I like going to basketball games, but I love me some Travis Tritt. (laughs) And the country music superstar is here in Atlanta this weekend at the Fox Theater. I've got rice cooking in the microwave. I've got a three-day beard. I don't plan to shave. Game time is the best way to get tickets for everything from sporting events to the Tritty Man. And you all know the Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Keep it together, Trey. <laughs> Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. The shoes are not polished, they're orthopedic. <laughs> And welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Happy Friday. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Hey there. What's up, Tassie? We got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey-yo. Hey-yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max. Wearing shorts today, Lee Ellis. Friend. Mm. And last but not least, making the magic happen live from Bowmanville, Ontario, it's J.D. How's it going, eh? What's up, J.D.? Guys, again, happy Friday. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to No Dunks. You guys got to follow us on social media, both our Twitter and Instagram accounts, at No Dunks Inc. You know we're on Facebook, at Facebook.com slash No Dunks Inc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. Yeah, Garth, Travis Tritt, Travis Tritt, Garth, which one's better? Email us your NBA questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. We had a fun mailbag-only episode of Beach Step In. That's up in your No Dunks podcast feed. And yesterday, on Thursday, we recorded a special bonus podcast called One Month In where we were looking back, taking stock of the uh, early season here, MVP frontrunner, most improved, rookie, surprises, disappointments, funny moments. Go check that one out. It's a little more evergreen, obviously. If you haven't listened to it yet, perfect for the weekend, I say. Sounds like a country song. We are one month into the season. Yeah, man, keep going. We're trying to debate and find a reason. <laughs> I got rice cooked. Guys, okay, Friday show. It's very drop-like. Everybody knows that. We got worst of the week nominees. We're back back to to the worst. No more best. eh? TBD. Okay. Uh, We're going to fire the pun gun, um, and we have another week of No Tongues content ending with some rapid-fire fun. But first, a little true or false, okay? First one, guys, Giannis. Posted his second triple-double of the season last night as the Bucks beat the shorthanded Blazers 137-129. The Freak had 24 points, 19 boards, career-high 15 assists to lead Milwaukee to their sixth straight victory. The true or false question, and we did talk about this on that one-month-in podcast a little bit, true or false, the media is overlooking Giannis's historic season right now. I think that's true right now, but I also think it'll be false later on. True right now in that, there's too many stories that are new and fresh, and that's what writers want to write about. That's what readers want to read about early on in the season. you got Luka Doncic. You've got the Clippers coming together. you got the Lakers coming together in the rebirth of Le- LeBron James. So Giannis is doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, similar to what he did last year. It's even being overtaken by James Harden, who's being doing something which is new for him, nearly scoring 40 points a game, new for the NBA, not just new for him. It's been a long time. It's been a long time <laughs> since we scored 44 a season. 
And, uh, <laughs> and, but later on, I think when it gets to March and April, the media and writers will, will look at those standings and say, hey, this guy is doing something incredible. They're number one in the East with a bullet. I think they'll be up there. And that's why he'll get that MVP consideration again. But right now, it's not sexy enough. So he's struggling to crack the MVP narrative is what yeah. sort of you're saying. Yeah. And I, 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 I mean, he, yes, the narrative, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's not sexy enough. It happens because Russell Westbrook won the MVP with a triple-double season. Then he did it two more seasons in a row and was never really considered no. an MVP candidate. Um, Giannis, incredibly, has improved statistically almost everywhere. That's what's wild. Uh, but because last season was such a, a, a dominant season for him, it's like you don't, it doesn't stand out as much because he just kind of picked up where he left off last season. Um, but he's definitely trying to become more of a distributor, I think, as well. He's trying to show trust in a lot of those guys on the perimeter, like a DiVincenzo uh, and uh, Pat Connaughton and those sort of guys, which is very important for the Bucks to have that good depth. But, yeah, he's having a great season, but it's like it's almost the Tim Duncan syndrome. It's like, yeah, we know you're awesome. We know it just doesn't surprise us anymore. So it, does, it doesn't sort of jump off the page or the TV screen. But you think anymore. it is true? That yes, we, I do that think it's true. I, I think it's true. But also, as Taz, men, Taz mentioned there, there are a few other storylines right now, the resurgence of the Lakers and James Harden perhaps averaging nearly 40 a game. So it's kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit there. Yeah, if uh, Giannis was shooting like 40% from three, I bet people would be talking about him more because that would be such a huge change. Like we're saying, Harden is playing better than he was last season but it's a little bit different just because the number looks different right so Giannis is coming out he's yeah. dominating he is better but he's better in all the places he was already great so if you were to see him shooting a, a number that no one expected that would definitely get a lot more buzz but it's just hard to overcome some of the early season narratives that we've been talking about so yeah far. I mean following last night's performance his season averages are 30.1 points per game 14.1 rebounds per game 6.6 assists if those numbers were to hold over the entire season, which is actually in play for this guy, I think, um, he'd be the first player ever, ever, to average at least 30 points, the 14 boards, and six assists in a full season. Even if they dip a little bit and it's more like a 30-13-5, and five, well, it's Wilt Chamberlain and mm. Elgin Baylor who's even done that. Um, but I, I do agree with this. I do think it's true. I think it's being overlooked. I think a big part of that is, yeah, Luca's rise, LeBron punching father time in the face, um, and and... I mean, mainly those two, and Harden, I guess, just going bonkers with the scoring. It's it's those three that are above. There's a lot going Giannis on. honest, right now. But, you know, he does, outside of the narrative right now, and think maybe this is what you were talking about, Tass, like once you get it later on into the season, if he's continuing to do this, he has to me all the other, like, check marks when it comes to an MVP, right? Like, so team success, they're going to be, I mean, they're rolling right now. They've won 10 of their last 11. They're going to very likely be another 60-win team or knocking on the door again. He brings defensive contributions, I mean, that, that means something when you're, like, trying to decide between these superstar guys at the top. You're like, well, okay, if it's Harden or Giannis, I might go also, oh, yeah, he might actually, you know, he's on the short list for defense player of the year. So you're going to give him maybe a little bit of a plus there. He has improved. I mean, playmaking has improved, and the three-point shot has improved. And then he's got highlights, which are important too, uh, and he still has those. But I almost wonder if we've become sort of numb to those as well. Uh, definitely. You watch it like, huh. He just dunked on another guy. <laughs> I mean, he just dunked of. on another three guys off a drop step. Who cares? Shaq won one MVP for similar reasons. Yeah. You know? He came yeah. in and dominated every season or worked his way up to dominating every season, put up huge numbers, but you expect Shaq to put up huge numbers just like at this point you expect Giannis to put up these crazy lines. And, and one more note, Giannis is doing this all right now. He's doing it without an all-star in Chris Middleton, uh, who's out with the left thigh contusion. 
no one cares. <laughs> like, I was thinking about this, and I can't decide if that says more about the media overlooking Giannis or the media's opinions of Chris Middleton. But, like, you know, we were making, and, and rightfully so, you know, we make a big deal when Eric Gordon goes out for James Harden. We're like, oh, damn, okay, there's no Eric Gordon. If, if Anthony Davis is out, I'm sure, and LeBron was still carrying the Lakers to win, we'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, that's huge. But, I don't know, it's, like, not even talked about. Mm. I mean, you were saying it's almost like a blessing in disguise, probably, because you get maybe Bledsoe going and some of these other guys going. Yeah, well, Giannis is good enough whether Chris Middleton was given an all-star jersey last year or not, you know, whether you call him an all-star. He's good enough to win games. He's good. He makes people better, and that's, that's the important part on yeah. the Bucks is that he finds everybody. He gets into the paint and finds everybody, and the six-and-a-half assists are important. And he plays in the East, and their schedule is fairly easy. But, um, you know, Middleton is he's not only the, the second-best player. Like, he is by far and away not the best player on their team. Like, there's, yeah, no, there's, a, there's a drastic drop-off. And guys get open shots playing with Giannis. He's dunking on three guys because he draws three guys. And so Eric Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez and even Pat Condon and George Hill, they're, cap- they're NBA- capable NBA players. And that's why he is Shaq-like, because he's drawing so many guys. And, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think the, the media people care about Chris Middleton's status in this league mm-hmm. all that much. And but do you know what I'm saying? You get my point? Like, I feel yeah. like if it was someone else... It's West versus East is the big thing. The two teams that you named, if LeBron went out, we would be talking about it. If Eric Gordon goes out, we talk about it because it matters in the West. You could almost yeah, think okay. if Giannis and Chris Middleton are out, eh, maybe the Bucks can hang in the East and not really lose their position atop. Okay. Uh, furthermore... Chris Middleton was an all-star in the East, so I think it all kind of piles in together. You're like, the guy might not have been an all-star if he was playing in the other conference. Also, they're still going to win games because they're playing in the East. I, I, I think that's a big factor. Okay, I, I totally buy that. And again, I, I think it maybe does say even more about how we think of Chris Middleton. I know I'm speaking specifically. I didn't even have Middleton making the all-star game last year. I thought if any other buck was going to make it, maybe Bledsoe had a case uh, because of the importance that he brought on defense. But okay, just a little interesting nugget. Again, you know, we were debating who's the MVP one month in on that one month in podcast. Go download, listen to that one. You know, I'm Team Giannis. We had a couple guys making the case for LeBron early. Trey Kirby going James Harden. Trey Kirby's the biggest Harden fan in the world. I love it. Guy goes to bat for him. Somebody has to be. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. It's, it's you and maybe some Harden family members, and I'm not <laughs> even right. convinced on that. But, yeah, go check that out. All right, next one, guys. Magic center Nikola Vucevic and forward Aaron Gordon are both out after they both went underwent MRIs on ankle injuries Thursday. Now, Vucevic has a right lateral ankle sprain. He's going to be reevaluated in seven to 10 days, but the Athletics' very own Sham says he's going to miss at least four weeks. Gordon, diagnosed with a right ankle contusion, his return to action is going to depend a little bit on how he responds to treatment. But true or false, these magic injuries, especially Vucevic, if he's to miss, let's say, four weeks, they derail Orlando's playoff chances. True or false? Well, the true, they're going to miss him. He's, he's, he's a good player. Um, but I but think, that's not what I asked you. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> well, the, the question is, do you consider them a playoff contender? And I guess they are. But whether or not he's there, I'd probably... I mean, I, I, I just don't think that he's like the difference between them finishing in the top four or finishing eighth, if you know what I mean. Um, it, it now they have to see what they have in guys like Mo Bamba. Like, someone's going to have to fill that role. Vucevic, he, I've been known on, on record saying he scores and he, and he does that, but I don't think he really moves the needle all that much for that team, myself. So I think they're going to be just kind of business as usual. Um, I think Steve Clifford say we just have to keep playing defense and try to grind out wins. Right. Uh, so I, don't, I just don't really... So you think even if Vucevic is out, 
let's say again, four weeks yeah. that you think because it's the East maybe and because they are going to just try and continue to grind out and they do have some guys that they hope to yeah. give more minutes to some of the young guys and maybe they, they can contribute that they'll still be in playoff contention. I, I think so. I think they're yeah. kind of going to be where they are. I, I mean, I don't want to disrespect Vooch because, I, again, I know he was an all-star, but I just... I don't, I don't sort of go, oh, that's it, their season's a write-off. Yeah, well, I mean, the numbers disagree with you on the importance of Vucevic. I saw Evan Dunlap, who does a great, you know, magic blog. He said, you know, how difficult it's going to be to win without him because when Vucevic is out there, they're plus 5.6 points per 100 possessions with him on the floor. They're minus 11.8 per 100 when he's not out there, and their shooting percentage just falls off the cliff. They're, all rod- oh, they're already not a great offensive team, yeah. and then it just plummets. Losing um, Vuce is going to be... Terrible for the Magic. He's there somehow. He's their third best three point shooter this year, shooting thirty two percent. Furthermore, they're not going to be able to get a lot of shots because he's also a fulcrum for them in the yeah. post. He can draw some double teams and kick it around and kick it outside. Somebody misses a three, so it's going to be tough. But nobody's going to run away from the Magic in the playoff race. They are uh, tied for seventh right now, tied for sixth right now. They have six wins. The New York Knicks, the worst team in the conference, have four wins. Yeah. So it's like. How much better are the teams below the Magic really going to be over the course of these four weeks, however many weeks it ends up being? Uh, I don't think it's going to be a huge deal for the Magic missing Vucevic. It's going to be tough for them, but at least they're playing against teams that are already bad. Yeah, the uh, floor of the Eastern Conference isn't far away, uh, as you said, Trey. They can't fall all that far, but they could have risen up into the standings because they were starting to play better, and they could have had you know, a similar finish what they did last year into this season like they finished last year 21 and 9 or whatever they're starting to rise now these last couple weeks they're starting to feel it and so this hurts that they can't make that run it's not going to happen uh without Vooch and uh the scary part is they are going to probably play more Mobamba who isn't looking like an NBA player out there but they forced into a backup role and <laughs> they forced him into a backup role now they may force him into a starting role and that doesn't bode well for the Orlando Magic going up the standings but they're going to grind it. You look at the the family that they're in there in the Eastern Conference, the Hornets, the, those teams that can't score all that much, um, and they're going to be in one of those. But they're not going to fall because they play defense. But, uh, they, you know, there was a lot of hopes coming in for the season that they could be good because of that, yeah. uh, that finish that they had last year. They can't duplicate that now, and at least for seven to ten days as the Magic are reporting, which is odd. You know, they, yeah. the Magic are saying seven to ten days reevaluation, but Shams is on the athletic is saying four weeks at least. So uh, that's an interesting one. If they get them back in two weeks, they can make a run. There's, there's, there's teams that are falling in the Eastern conference, so they can make a run to the, all the way up to the sixth seed. I think uh, Clifford and the magic will not start Bomba though. I think, I think Ken Birch, Canadian mm-hmm. boy, Ken Birch might get the start. Um, and yeah. Bomba's just been, he's been atrocious. Yes. Yeah, no I doubt. mean, he's shooting 33.9%. He's a seven footer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where did they draw? He was that's, a high draft pick crazy. too, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's made zero progress Bomb, from... Bomba yeah. number five. From one to mm-hmm. two. And so I think maybe you go Cam. I did hear, you know, Duncan and, and LaRue were talking about maybe the Magic go Isaac oh. at the 5-2. Bomba number six. Yeah, number and, six. Yeah. <laughs> Bomba number six. Jersey number yeah, five. Isaac or... Ken Birch would make a lot yeah, more sense. But finally paid off, drafting all those centers and big guys. you <laughs> got a glut of them. If you're missing one, you have several <laughs> yeah. options. Yeah, because, you know, again, this was Nate's point. Maybe they do try switching everything on defense with a lineup of like Fultz, Fournier, Gordon, if he's, you know, if this isn't serious with his ankle injury, Aminu, and then Isaac at the five. They've been a good defense. The defense should continue to still be pretty solid, but somebody's got to score. 
Um, and, and Vooch was obviously one of their go-to guys. So that's well, they haven't won tough. on the road either, so they don't travel all that well, and they've got three more games here on the road coming up. So they're, they're in a tough spot because, again, they, they invested number six pick in Bamba two years ago or, or two drafts ago. Yeah, You may as well at least say, all right, well, this is at least a chance to give him, give him yeah. some minutes and see if he uh, can yep. do something because if he can't in this situation, then... I don't, well, I don't he know. couldn't in a backup role. I mean, he's been bad. Yeah, in backup I, I know. Role, so I mean, I'm just trying to. I mean, <laughs> if you, if you're the Magic, you just want to at least get something out of him, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you're not getting anything out of him no. coming off the bench. Is starting him suddenly going to make him better? Hey, I guess that does have an impact on some people out there. But I, I'm, I'm I don't see it. I'm not. Uh, no. I'm not holding my breath for Bamba to turn it around. Bamba, Mamba. Wait, now you Mo got Bamba. Me. Jesus. <laughs> Mo Bamba does the Mamba. Thank you. Uh, next one here. According to Mark Berman of the New York Post, the Knicks may not be looking to make an early season coaching change with David Fisdale. Since the Steve Mills press conference game on November 10th that appeared to put Fitz on the, Fizz on the hot seat, things have been, you know, a little bit on the rise, a little bit of an uptick, as Berman says. Mills wanted to see, quote, consistent effort, and, you know, we can debate whether or not he's gotten it, but the Knicks are still 4-11. and 11. They're still at the bottom of the East. So a true or false question that we didn't get to in our one-month-in podcast. Are the Knicks the worst team in the NBA? True or false? Yeah, true. Interesting. Yeah? Well, um, the Warriors? Yes, yeah, so that's me. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sort of putting the Warriors on a little bit of a... They get a little bit of a pass because they've got a couple of injuries they're dealing with right now. The Knicks don't. This is their team. Alfred Payton. <laughs> Excuse me, Alfred Payton. Yes, thank you for making my point. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they've been bad. I mean, they, they could have and quite easily should have beaten Philadelphia the other night in Philadelphia. And they since, blew a lead against the Hornets. Yeah, and, uh, and exactly. And the Hornets, okay, they lost on a sort of buzzer beat of the Hornets. They beat the Mavericks. But uh, it's, it's tough to see this Knicks team being any more than what they are right now. And then the fact that they, they came out and said, we're not looking to make a coaching change, I'd be very nervous if I'm David Fisdale because that's basically saying, we're just waiting to make a coaching change. <laughs> you guys actually have been somewhat competitive since, yeah. uh, you know, in the, in the last four games, two victories and two losses, but, but close losses. I think the Knicks were like, oh, we need it. We need like a five-game streak here of losses and some blowouts. <laughs> so then we've got an excuse just to can him because I think that's what they're looking for. But... Yeah, I, I think I, – I mean, Cleveland's been competitive this season. Uh, the Suns, obviously, you know, coming in, they were one of the worst teams. They've been very good. Who else is there, really? But isn't that like this is what this report is saying? Don't worry about the wins. We just want effort. We want some competitive games. And they are doing that. Yeah. I mean, they have been since that, yeah, since no, that press conference. I, I know, so guys I... are, in theory, playing a little harder. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what – you know, close doesn't count. Except, <laughs> they're playing harder. except in horseshoes, yeah. hand grenades, and slow dancing. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think that's the whole point here. It's like, all right, the guys, are, we, we're not, they're not going to the playoffs and they're not contending for a title, but they are playing a little bit harder. So maybe Fizz has turned they're that around. Two games out of the playoffs. Yeah, right. Two wins out. <laughs> they just had two injuries to the Orlando Magic. We could have, be talking about the Knicks accidentally sneaking into the eighth seed, but what they're doing, the way they're doing it is great for Fizdale because their losses, they got killed by the Bulls right after um, the press conference with uh, after the Cleveland loss, but that was on the road. They lost their worst loss since that press conference. Then they lost to the Sixers, also on the road. They lost by one point at home, yeah. and then they won two other home games. 
you can't get mad when you're winning at home and playing hard at home. So if you're going to put up stinkers, do it on the road. Nobody cares. Yeah, you haven't really heard the boo boys out in the last couple of home games. No. Because they've been close and they've been in. I yeah. haven't had a chance to that's, boo. That's all Doylen wants right yeah. now. Uh, I don't think they're the worst. Tess, what do, you, do you think the Knicks are the worst team in the league? Yeah, they're the worst team in the Eastern Conference, and that's the worst conference, so that's all that counts. I, I think that, uh, yeah, who else is worse? The Warriors, the, the, the Warriors. Wi- the Wizards might be worse. The Hawks might be worse. Oh, no. I mean, honestly. I, I mean, the I, Hawks I, lost. I, I don't want to be the guy going to bat for uh, the Knicks here. Yeah, hey, that's my game, be worse. Man. You could be the guy that goes for bat for Harden. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavs might be. I think they're, I don't know. I don't think the Knicks are running away with the worst uh, title here by any means. There's a lot of bad teams, is my point. And I like what I've seen from the Knicks over the last couple of games. <laughs> Who do you think is going to have a better record, though, end of season, Cavs or the Knicks? Ooh, that's – I don't know. I don't know. That's very, very difficult to pick. I'd have oh, the Cavs in that scenario. I mean, again, it's probably going to be 20, 20 wins versus 19 wins. But right. I, I just think they've been playing a little bit more uh, energetic basketball, looking, looking a little bit better. But, again, the bar is so low mm-hmm. compared to the Knicks. So, yeah, weird, man. Will the uh, will the Knicks <laughs> lean into the tank and try and get a second Anthony <laughs> don't at the to. point guard position? <laughs> they don't need <laughs> they to. They had Greg Anthony. Might <laughs> as well get his son now. <laughs> try and get Cole Anthony. How can you forget Carmelo Anthony? Oh yeah, that one the too. Nick already. Yeah, I mean, yeah, already. Anthony, Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Man, that's Anthony he... Goldwire. Did he ever play for the Knicks? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Probably. <laughs> probably. But yeah, I mean, I saw Ziller, Ghostface Ziller, writing today about the teams most likely to to lean into the tank. And he had, it, he had it in this order. The Knicks, the Cavs, the Warriors, Grizzlies, Wizards, Hawks, Bulls, Pistons, Thunder. And he just noted, of those teams, Memphis loses its pick to Boston if it's outside the top six. So that is an incentive to be worse. And Cleveland loses its pick to the Pelicans if it's outside the top ten. I don't think that's happening. I, I'm pretty confident the Cavs will be... Uh, Especially if, uh, if a Kevin Love trade actually yeah. goes down. But, I mean, the Warriors, I know we're giving them a pass, but they are the worst team in the league by far. They just yeah. played a game. Yeah. They got smacked by the Mavericks. They lost by nearly 50, and everybody that played for the Warriors wasn't even on the Warriors last season. Hmm. Guys you've never heard of. Kai Bowman. He's a showman. <laughs> Eric Pascal, He's a rascal. Amari <laughs> <laughs> Spellman. What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I like it. I like it. Keep going. Start Alex streak. Burks. Great joke. Alec Burks. Doesn't works. All right. Nice. Yeah. Cool. We call Stein. That one's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marquise and, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, I, I'm with Trey. I think the Warriors are are a worse team right now than the Knicks. Sure, they are. Yeah. Yeah. But they've lost their three best players. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Knicks haven't lost anybody, and the Hawks have hey. lost their second best player. <laughs> Again, Alfred Payton. Yeah. <laughs> Stop Payton, <hating> Alfred Payton. <laughs> All right. Let's get to worst of the week. Maybe it's the Knicks. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst of the week. Well, second runner-up this week, the creators of the Bucks City Edition Cream City jerseys. It says Cream City on their chest, and um, you know, there's a lot, a lot more jokes than positive comments about that jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just an odd decision. We've talked about it a bunch. Let's move on. Right. The uh, first runner-up was on Whiteside. Mm. Pure effort. This is, this is just an effort nod for worst of the week. <laughs> Um, we've talked about it a bunch. Let's move on. They play, hey, hey, look, no, the Blazers 
did they not look like they played a little hard, they, harder in their loss to the Bucks without Whiteside? Absolutely, and especially in that second half, they put in some they effort. Uh, Labissiere was very good for them. CJ obviously leading the way in Dame's absence, but all of them just went out there and played they competitively. Played hard at the yeah. very least. Yeah, I highly yeah. doubt that would have been happening if Whiteside was out there, but. Old man Anthony Tolliver starting at center. He's one of the funniest guys to watch play basketball because <laughs> yeah. it definitely looks like a dad out there getting his burn in. Um, but the winner of Worst of the Week, a couple talented folk at ESPN. On an episode of The Jump on Tuesday, two separate people mispronounced my hometown of Mississauga, a suburb of Toronto. This hurt me deeply. Here are the great Ramona Shelburne and Amin El-Hassan trying to pronounce... Mississauga. You're in Missagua, right? Yeah. Okay. Your example of Missagua. Now, it, 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 they gave up. Missagua is, is not not even close. I pronounce things wrong all the time. I was going to say, did you pronounce Amin's name right? I don't Amin know. Amin Al-Hassan? Yeah, yeah, that's how you pronounce it. You want to try and pronounce it? No. Um, his That's his name. But the the guys, the, the, uh, Ramona and uh, Amin didn't even try. I mean, they didn't read it. They did, they just they just thought they looked at it. It's it looks like Mississippi, okay. Yeah. In terms of length, um, but there's there's a couple. The AU I guess throws people off. Sure. Either way, they didn't try. When when does this that, hit hit you personally? Being no, a, a Mississauga boy. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you land in Toronto, you're actually landing in Mississauga. Generally, when you fly to the uh, the Pearson <laughs> Airport. <laughs> And I'm surprised Zach Lowe, who's on the panel there, a resident Canadian, didn't correct them. Didn't say, hey, it's Mississauga. <laughs> or if you're cool, just pronounce it Saga. That's what all the cool yeah, kids are doing. Right. That, that would have been easier. Uh, but give it to uh, Chinea Gwumike, who's uh, a great and talented broadcaster and obviously a WNBA all-star for pronouncing it correctly. Mm. And I was there in Mississauga. Yeah, she banged it out of the park. It's perfect. Way to go, Chinea. You other folks, Mississauga, ain't that hard. I know there's a lot of letters, but you didn't try. Schenectady, we can, we can pronounce that. You just didn't try. Well, well, and Ramona said on Twitter, she said, well, Chanae is the only one who's been there. Does that matter? No. Come on, does that matter? You're the best, Ramona. Uh, but, yeah. Have but, you ever been to Mississippi? Uh, uh, Mississippi, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, most, uh, the irony here is most Canadians can't even pronounce Toronto properly. <laughs> mm. No, what do you mean? What do you mean? No, you want to get into pronunciations? Uh, yeah, Let's I, get it. Let's uh, dig when, in, when, when I first turned up in, in uh, Toronto, I, no one says Toronto. 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 Well, they put a T and an R and an O and an N and an N and an O. Yeah, yeah, because they're from sh- there. Yeah. <laughs> because they're from there. Sacramento as well. But it is Sacramento. Yeah. It is Toronto. Yeah, well, just uh, let's get it, that. It's not, what was it again? Let's hear it again. You're in Misagua, right? Yeah. Okay. Your example of Misagua. It's not Misagua. You can't, you can't get away with that. No, nobody, no Mississaugan pronounces it that way. They pronounce oh, it. Oh, Mississaugan. <laughs> oh, they made a, uh, a Broadway play out of that, didn't they? Miss Saigon? Great joke. That was a miss. That was a Miss Saigon of a joke right there. How do you say New Orleans? New Orleans? Yeah. That's wrong. Just like John Bon Jovi sung it in that song. How do you say with the Queen of New Orleans? How do you say Atlanta? Atlanta. You're faking. Uh, hang You're on. faking. Uh, yeah, I, saw, yeah, yeah. I saw you. Yeah. You threw Atlanta. That tea in Atlanta. Hard. I say Atlanta. 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 <laughs> Atlanta. 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 Cash app. Atlanta. Cash app. <laughs> cash app. Atlanta. <laughs> All right. All right. Good stuff there. Got to uh, 
get to some rumors. We got the pun gun still, rapid fire, but first, JD talking shoes. As ever, wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers? I know I have. The ones that barely hit the shelves? The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Also, collectibles, I noticed. You can buy basketball cards, Lee. So Hmm. get on there. Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out, from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest streetwear from brands like Supreme, Bape, Palace, and Kith. Am I speaking English? (laughs) StockX allows users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition luxury handbags and watches from brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Rolex, Omega, Tudor, and more. Want in on all the hype? Check out StockX.com slash bball for a surprise offer that won't be around long. It's a surprise. That's StockX.com slash bball. Check it out today. All right, we've got a trade rumor. 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 Heavy.com's Sean Devaney reported today that sources say the Charlotte Hornets have been interested in Piston center Andre Drummond for more than a year and are expected to target him for 2020 free agency. Though, Sean also writes in the article, maybe the Hornets look to get aggressive right now and in order to try and get Drummond's bird rights to then sign him longer uh, to a bigger deal, they make a move here. The possibility of uh, maybe one of their, their fat contracts, which are coming off the books, in a Biombo or a Marvin Williams or an MKG, what you know some of those contracts whatever it takes to match up with drummond's 27 million dollar salary maybe a pick maybe one of their young guys for a drummond what do you think either about the potential of making a a move to try and get him now or waiting uh for free agency well i guess if you go get him now you get the uh inner <clears throat> first hand look at him in free agency next season if that's the guy you believe can be the uh, a franchise stalwart for your team. Though you run the risk, of course, of giving a, let's uh, giving say, a, let's say a, draft round, a draft pick, yes. maybe one of their young guys who takes that, yeah. um, and then he could walk. Exactly. Right. Uh, and Charlotte is not a destination for a lot of players, right. and they're also, they, they have some okay sort of intriguing pieces right now, but I wouldn't say they're sort of on the, on the brink of making a big, uh, uh, you know, championship run. So Andre Drummond would want to, Consider that. Uh, he's a very good player. He puts up big numbers. Um, I think he's better than anything else they have right now. So why not, if you're Charlotte, take a run and try to have him? Because as I say, you, you, you need to incentivize people to sign with you. And having that extra year of the contract uh, would be something to incentivize Andre Drummond. Of course, it would mean you would have to pay him around 240 million or whatever, which is, which is a lot of money. Uh, again, on the, on the box scores, I think he's worth it. But does that always translate on the court with Andre Drummond? Still to be determined, I think. For sure. You don't pay for box scores. But uh, <laughs> the problem is Charlotte's not a destination. Either is Detroit. So they're going to pay him this offseason when he opts out if, if they still have him. They're going to pay him a boatload. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. And they've the talked about truck is backing it, it up. Doing yeah. It too. yeah. They're going to get paid. He's going to get paid in Detroit. And so if Charlotte tr- waits till then, Detroit will just match. And uh, if you, I don't know, I don't know if there's enough. What is what is Detroit going to be incentivized by in terms of those trades to to give up Drummond? 
Uh, I mean, well, okay, I th- let me make the case. They go, well, this ain't going to work. For, they go, even though Tom Gore, the, the owner, have said they want to, they go, I don't know if we should be paying Andre Drummond mm-hmm. $250 million. I don't know if it's going to work with him and Blake. Uh, is that Maybe that's just not, especially all that money into those two front court players. Okay, so we got to sort of, quote-unquote, blow it up, move on from one. Well, we get a draft pick. I mean, a draft pick would have to be coming back. The mm-hmm. Hornets have all the draft picks, so you're, you're going to get one. And, and I think the Pistons, if they were to do this, were like, oh, yeah, we also need one of your young guards because we don't have any good young guards. Yep. Um, so give us a Graham or give us a Bridges or a Monk or a Washington. You've got to put one of those in. I think that's the, yeah. that's the case to be made. I guess so, I but I, I, I think know. they're more likely to trade 30-year-old who's going to be 31-year-old Blake Griffin than... Then young 26-year-old Andre Drummond. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. And, like, the one thing with Drummond, and Sean does put this in his article, he could be in the running for an all-NBA slot. Mm-hmm. And if he makes that, then things get really interesting because he'd be eligible for a Supermax contract extension, <laughs> which means his next deal would start at 35% of the salary cap. Not 30%, but if he's traded, then he's not eligible um, for that Supermax. Mm. Man. Complicated. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Hornets got to do a little tampering, see if he's going to want to sign there long term. Because, you know, they're close to the playoffs right now. And adding Andre Drummond with this uh, magic injury, perhaps uh, perhaps it gives him a shot at even sticking around trying to make a playoff run. And I think that that's important to the Hornets to get that gate money, get the get a good player in in the mix. I don't know. It seems like a very Charlotte Hornets move, though, to end up paying Andre Drummond $40 million yeah. a year. Yeah, considering they didn't want to pay Kemba, mm-hmm. who'd been there forever. And who's, who's better, Kemba or Andre? Obviously yeah. different roles, but who would you rather have? Yeah, no, I think yeah, most people are going to say Kemba Walker. Yeah. But for this roster, how it's looking with the Hornets right now, they do have this young talent yeah. in the backcourt. And a guy like Drummond, I think, would actually be really solid on this team. Yeah, and that's why if you're the Hornets, you wouldn't want to give up then one of those key pieces yeah. Yeah. in order to acquire him. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, we'll obviously be keeping our eye on this. Um, they like the good news for the Hornets is they're going to have a ton of cap space because these three guys, as I said, Biombo, Williams, and uh, and Kid Gilchrist, it's like forty five million dollars. Like, that's amazing. Kid Gilchrist is still on that oh, roster. <laughs> no, I mean all that's coming off the books. So yeah, maybe they just maybe they just wait and they feel more comfortable. Like all right, maybe Drummond wants to get out of Detroit, um, and we and he'll come to us, and we don't have to give up anything in in that scenario. So. Yeah. Keep your talent. Keep your P.J. Washington, who we didn't even mention. And, and I mean, that guy's talented. He's shown so far in yeah, the rookie season, good. along with Malik, Malik Monk, you know, coming into a, his own, and Devontae Graham. I'm going to stop right there. That's enough names. That's <laughs> enough names. Those are the guys who have shown it, and keep them around. Keep them around. Don't, don't try and just clunk up your roster with M.O.R. guys. You've done it before. Don't do it again. Remember there were rumors last season I don't, they, it sounded like they were just rumors, and maybe there wasn't much truth to them, but uh, the Hornets interested in trying to trade for Marc Gasol around the trade mm. deadline, try, right, again, yeah. to get a, to get a big I think they were very, very close to that deal, and then Masai yeah. had to, had to uh, sexy it up a little bit, from what I remember. <laughs> Sweet in the pot. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, okay. Well, so, I mean, again, maybe that comes into play for Mitch Kupchak and yeah. the Hornets here. Like, oh, we thought about it last year. We, you know, we, we couldn't get that done, or we didn't get that done, and maybe you know a similar scenario here. Obviously, two different types of players, Marcus All and Andre Drummond, but he's only 26. That's when you said that. That yeah. always shocks me that Andre Drummond is only 26 years old. He seems a lot older. He seems like he's just been around for a long, long, long time. He right? might have been the youngest guy in his yeah. draft too. I think he had is right. to have been, and he signed a Jordan deal years mm-hmm. ago. 
think that guy owns the Charlotte Hornets, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. Interesting. All right. JD, let's fire the pun gun. It's pun gun time. <laughs> Guys, Disney Plus, as they call it over at the Ringer, launched this month. And the people of Twitter want to hear some NBA Disney movie puns like this one from Kenny Pickett. Pete's Dragic. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Pizza all right, track. all right. Pikachrakis. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. All right, all right, good start, all right, good start. All right, all right. Uh, Alvin Aladdin's. Yeah? Oh, uh, Al, Al, okay. Uh, Snow Whiteside in the seventh There you go, there you go. There we go. Uh, now, we're, now we're cooking. Now it's the, cool. the Bernard King. <laughs> yes, the Lion King. Yes. Manasir <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little Mermaid. Nice. Okay. Mary Poppins Mensa Bunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the oh, this is gonna be tough. The Manu DeLorean. Oh, good, nice. good, very good. <laughs> Timely. Uh, Chicago Incredibles. Nice, nice. Change up with the team. Uh, <laughs> the Greek Freaky Friday. Mm, good. Mm, what about this one? Brooke Robin. What? Not Christopher Robin. Brooke Robin. <laughs> Winnie the Boo to that. Yeah. Oh. Wally Zerbiak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, John Wally, sure. What's another movie? How about, uh, <laughs> how about Mo Wreck-It Anu? Ralph Sampson. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. What did you say, Moanu, Janie? Moanu, oh, nice. Wreck-It yeah. Ralph Sampson. Okay. Man, tough, 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 tough. I thought that'd be easy. Yeah. I guess I was wrong. Nobody said, did anyone say uh, DeMar DeFrozen? Oh, oh Demar Frozen 2. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just idiots. dropped. Just dropped. Bunch yeah. of idiots. We just need you back here, JD. Yeah, it's I think it's going to be different. something about you being there and fi- you know, you're oh. firing a pun gun from such a distance. It's Bambi out of bio. Oh, that's a good one, man. Did you just did you just do three to the head like you were a melon? <laughs> <laughs> three to the dome after that sweet punch. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Tweet of the Night is a bit of a surprise because it comes from this morning, actually. Ooh. And it comes from No Dunks, Inc. Mm. Tweeted out this morning. What you see after riling up the Beantown boys? It's a picture of... Uh, the cast of Gangs of New York with Cheeves and his <laughs> 50 green hats put on his head. That's not the tweet. That is a great tweet. Feel free to retweet it to all your friends. Tweet. The tweet, though, is the follow-up. There's the Beantown Boys, the Detroit Dudes, and the Nets Nerds. But what other NBA fan gangs are there? The people came through with some great suggestions. Okay. Stefan, the Clipper Bros. Mm. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect one yep. right there. Also, there does seem to be the Laker bros. Yeah. Remember those guys? Those are the glasses guys. I like having them in the same arena, yeah. fighting each other. Who is the best bros? Yeah. Tough to say. The Dallas Darlings from D- David. Okay. Good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the don't Warriors look. Warriors. I don't know if that one works. <laughs> <laughs> Jobber99 comes through with the Heat Herd. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Nick Cusera, H-Town Hotties from the Houston Rockets. Doesn't sound super tough. <laughs> But the best answer by far came from Jared Dryden, who suggested the cream team. <laughs> <laughs> Your Milwaukee Bucks fan game is the cream yeah, team. That's all. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that, we, got, we got a whole season worth of jokes now yeah. about that. <laughs> they haven't even won the jerseys. Yeah, yet. I know. It's going to be great. It's going right. to be great. 
Good stuff. Let's get to Pick'em Results presented by Cash App. Pick'em Payoff is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is the easiest way to send money to your friends like paying up when you lose a bet that Ben Simmons will win the three-point shootout this season. But Cash App does way more than that. Cash App is also the easiest way to try and grow your money with their new investing feature. Unlike investing tools that force you to buy entire shares of stock, Cash App lets you instantly invest as little as or as much as you want. This way, you can still own a piece of any stock with just $1. Brokerage services are provided by Cash App Investing, a subsidiary of Square and member SIPC. We are also excited to be working with Cash App to support one of our favorite organizations, the ACLU. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code NODUNKS, one word, not only will you instantly receive 10 bucks, but Cash App will also donate 10 bucks to the ACLU. ACLU, an amazing organization founded in 1920 that's dedicated to defending and preserving the rights and liberties guaranteed to every person in the United States. Don't forget promo code NODUNKS, one word, no dunks when you download Cash App from the App Store, Google Play Store today. Last night's game, it was the Blazers, Bucks, and Milwaukee favored big by 11 and a half. They got the win, but they did not cover. Blazers kept it close. So that is a win for Trey and I. Tass and Lee take the L there. Um, well, it was a tough one. Like watching yeah. that one, it was like, whoa, Blazers were like a two-point game. It was like looking good. Then the Bucks had a couple threes, and it's suddenly like, oh, here we go. Yeah. But Portland, uh, Portland kept it close. Yeah, that line is just always tough. You know, it's just, it's just tough to it's predict the diff- blowout. It's you know? very, very yeah. difficult. Um, so the records right now for November. I'm nine and six. We got Trey and Lee at eight and seven. Taz six and nine. Nice. Cream City. Yeah, Cream City. <laughs> um, tonight's game though. The Spurs take their seven-game losing streak into Philadelphia. Ooh, what's the line? What's the line? Uh, Philly is favored by seven and a half. Okay, I'll go first. Give me Philly. I'll I'll keep riding uh, this bad streak here for the Spurs. Um, Philly by eight-plus points, yes. I'll take them. I'll take them in a comfortable win. Uh, I think the Spurs are due to have a fight back. You would think. Do yeah. it. One would think. Do it, yeah. man. Yeah, I'll take the Spurs. Eight, eight points. I'll take the eight points. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I, I think they'll they'll fight enough, and the Sixers' offense isn't great enough to beat them up by eight. They've been winning a lot of close games. Give me the Spursies. I think we're going to have the same split as yesterday. Whoa. Give me the Sixers. Teams have been feasting inside on the Spurs, and Joel Embiid, he's big. All right. So, yep, same teams as last night's game. Trey and I taking the Sixers to win by eight or more points. We got Tass and we got Lee taking the Spurs. All right, guys. Before we end this week, a little rapid fire fun. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, guys. First one. This rapid fire comes from Connor, who writes, with the Blazers going from the West Finals to possibly missing the postseason, I wanted to know, what's a time in your guys' life where you had bought or been given something you were initially super hyped about only to use that item once or twice and never see it again. Trey. I think it was my birthday when I was in eighth grade. I asked for this really sick dino BMX bike, chromies, pegs, all chrome handlebars. That thing was gleaming. But, you know, I rode it throughout the summer, but then I went into high school next year. And when you go into high school, it was like, people are driving now. I'll get a ride. 
let my sister have the bike. She left it behind some friend's house, and I've never seen it again. Somewhere, some kid just has a sick, sick bike. <laughs> okay. Mm. Tess? Well, I bought an axe thinking I'd do some work in the backyard. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought I'd get all, all manly and chop some stuff. Hasn't happened yet. It's still fresh. But uh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Can I ask you, what's an axe cost? Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Take a guess. I don't know. It feels like in my head it should cost a lot. But do you have your own sharpener, though, with it? Yeah. No, I no. mean, you need the full thing because yeah. they, they blunt pretty easily, I, I believe. Like right off the bat? Well, uh, I haven't used it yet, so no, it's still well, sharp. Yeah, okay. <laughs> are we, are we talking I mean, like... I go get my, my lawnmower sharpened. Yeah. By a professional. How often? Yearly. Oh, okay. It's not too bad. That's Do you, good, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not axing every day. Are we talking though, like uh, an axe that, you know, the first thing that pops in my head, like a normal, like as if you were chopping wood, like big axe sort of? Big axe. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say $39.99. Too high, my friend. What? Really? Wow, I wow. thought I was super low with that. Yeah, what, it's, it's, cheap, it's cheaper, I think. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> Where'd you get Axe facts right here. Yeah, it's lower. It's like 27 bucks. Okay. Not okay. um, yeah. bad. Nah, you're right. I think it's more. It's higher, I think. <laughs> I think I'm seeing a dinky. <laughs> you bought a dinky axe. No, no, no. I would never. You're buy gonna have to get that sharpened axe. more than once a year. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, it's. I mean, just just think about how fun it would be to swing like a you know like a three foot axe. Yeah. I think I just bought it just just yeah, for the it, joy. Yeah, it is. Of, just, just to carry it out. It. Yeah. <laughs> I walk around outside, say hi with my to my neighbors with it in tow. Do you have a patch for it, like a like a holster thing for it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My oh, belt. Man, no, I don't. That would nah? be cool, though. Ah, yeah, you got to get the whole thing. Don't, uh, don't leave that thing uh, lying around with yeah. uh, your little one there, because I have a scar still from when I was a kid. I got my hands, I was on the farm, and I like there was an axe obviously lying there, and I picked it up and like like literally just sort of probably put it on my wrist or like suddenly dropped it, and it really did a number. Crazy. Very, very. It was, and, and that's in a bad area there. You could have bled out. That's exactly. Oh, yeah. That's a very dangerous area. You're yeah. right. On my wrist there. Crazy. Uh, Lee, what about you? Uh, were you, uh, you know, did you buy something? Or were you given something you were super hyped about? And then you were like, yeah. I was given an Apple Watch by my darling wife for our anniversary. Oh, uh, Dallas darling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was very excited because she already had one, and I, I was playing around with it, and she surprised me. And on our anniversary, and I was great, and I was hyped up for it. And I bought a few apps like the uh, exercise app and a sleep app and all this. And I thought, great, I'm going to get right into this. And Well, it lasted more than, uh, you know, once or twice. But I, I haven't worn it now for probably, I don't know, six months. Yeah, I just... you were really into it for yeah. a bit, like being able to take a photo off ah, your phone with your... Well, watch. that was honestly the best use I got out of it. Because yeah. I actually didn't like the... Uh, the time? You know, <laughs> no, you know, you know how you would you'd do your steps and your calories for the day? Yeah. I just didn't like it because, like, it would send you these little snarky reminders. I know, it's very funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, you only need to do a 50-minute brisk walk to close out your ring tonight. It's like 11.30 at night. I'm like, come on, man. And then it also, on, on, a, uh, on, a, on a Sunday, I got a message that said, hey, on Monday, you killed it this week. What, what are you saying? I mean, I had other things to do. I wasn't able to go out exercising every single day, watch. So we were sort of getting into a bit of a... Uh, we are getting into it a bit, me and the watch. So got rid of it. All right. Great answers, guys. Next one. A recent study by Emory University says the Los Angeles Lakers have the NBA's most loyal and engaged fan base. Very, very cool. Congrats to Amir Blumenfeld on that. And we all know future Hall of Famer Tony Parker. He's very loyal to his Subway sandwich. Chicken and toasted. He called it boring, which it is, yep. but he's loyal to it. Guys, tell me, what random brand are you a loyal customer of? Trey? Major shout out to the Capri Blue Volcano Candle. <laughs> this is what my house has smelled like for 
basically as long as I've been married, you can find some other uh, gorgeous jars at an anthropology, perhaps. Uh, they tell me that the, the scent is tropical fruits, sugared oranges, lemons and limes, redolent with lightly exotic mountain greens. But I think Zenquility put it best in their review on the Volcano website. <laughs> I use this fragrance in the two guest houses on my property with the intention of creating a Zen space for my guests to unwind and return their thoughts to the purest form of existence where the soul is shrouded with peace and love. Thank you for creating this magical fragrance. It's powerful subtlety. Intoxicating. <laughs> How loaded is this person that wrote that by two guest houses? <laughs> no doubt. Holy crap. Get your mind back to a pure existence where the soul is shrouded with peace and love. I think that Kyrie Irving wrote that review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he would have two guest houses. That mm -hmm. makes sense. How much are these uh, candles? Uh, it depends. I mean, if you want the big bad writer, you're talking 80 bucks, but you can get a small one that'll burn for 85 hours. Probably 30. Smells delish. Not cheap. Not I, cheap. I hate buying candles. They're just, it seems like they're too much. Because <laughs> right? you just burn right through them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're literally, your money is going up in flames when you buy a candle. But that's the great thing about buying a Capri Blue Volcano candle. Once you burn through it, you can save that jar as long as you want. What? Oh. What are you going to put in the jar? I oh, like mostly coins. Yeah, okay. I mean, we I have several gonna, coins. For a second, I thought you were putting Keep food in it or something. Yeah. I love that idea. <laughs> love that. All right, Tass, what do you, uh, you know, what's a. A random brand, I guess, that you're loyal about. I'm into Bombas socks. They're great. They're really soft. They're really. I got a freebie, and now I just like them a lot. And they're not. They're not too thick. You know, there's there's some like really really soft socks that are too thick. They take yeah. up way too much real estate in a shoe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, the Bombas doesn't. And they don't specify left and right. Love that. Oh, you like that? I, I, I <laughs> do don't want to put my sock on my left foot and then be like, oh god. There's an R on it, so yeah. I have to put it on my other foot, and it, it does feel a little different on your other foot. It does. I don't want that. I don't want. I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. Maybe Marie Kondo suggests you put your L's on the left side of your sock or your sock drawer, and the R's on the R side, just so you never screw that up. But I'm not doing that. And I just like my Bombas to be able to go on either foot. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. My Mo Bombas. Do you? You said you got a, a free pair. Did mm. you then go and purchase? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's a good sock then. Yeah. Right. Thanks, thanks to uh, our representative who who sent us those socks. Oh, for... I don't remember. I I got Grace, a Bombas maybe? as well. Maybe it was yeah. Grace with Bombas, but you know, as long as we're talking Bombas, I gotta say I like it when you put it, your foot into a fresh sock, mm. and it feels like a sock that you've worn before. Mm. You don't get that slip from a new sock. Yeah. I hate a new sock slip. Okay. <laughs> also a great Travis Tritt sock. <laughs> Lily, what, what do you got? Well, it's funny because uh, last year and the year before, I was able to uh, pimp this product a little. We don't have a TV show anymore, so oh, uh, no. oh, no. <laughs> I thought this is a great opportunity to talk about my favourite uh, clothing line, and that's akthreadsclothing.com. That's right. They make clothing that looks good as it feels inside and out. They have modern prints for you to style in the workplace. Daring prints to help you stand out on the weekends. Threads that are quality, threads that are hip. Threads that are affordable for this. and threads that are ethical. The clothing they sell is made by human beings treated with dignity, <laughs> fair wages, and safe working conditions. If you want a shirt that looks cool, and I think you need a new one, Skeetsy. Oh, come on. <laughs> Go to AK Threads Clothing. 
Scumbag.com. That scumbag leaves. See what he's wearing today? Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk to me about my plaid shirt. Thank you. This guy's rocking shorts first off, in, you know, in a work setting. Questionable. Work setting. We're going to get a complaint about that. And, you haven't, uh, uh, you haven't just found a writer since you've been back. We're going to the bank later today. You could have at least put on some pants, man. You, uh, you pimped it out on the podcast a billion times. Yeah. TV yeah, show's not, not stopping. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, but not this season. I haven't, you know, so... Okay. Check it out. That's I'd like have the uh, because you are not a television quote unquote <laughs> star anymore. Have <laughs> they stopped uh, sending you the goods because they're like this guy's just a podcast. Well, we barely you know, see him. We're on a uh, you know a semi regular schedule, so uh, probably another one or two coming at some point. You want one? I'm good, thanks. You sure? Yeah. They're daring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our final question comes from Twitter user at Kermudgeon Koala. The sourpussed marsupial tweeted, Buddy Heald was fined for $25,000 for kicking a ball into the stands after a win against the Celtics. When was a time when you celebrated way too hard and it cost you? Trey. When I turned 20, like the February 8th to 19th, 18th to 19th at midnight, I had been working. So I showed up to the parties late. You know, the buddies were all out having a great time on a Friday night. I was like, oh, I'm turning 20. I'm turning 20 in one hour. I got to catch up. Let's do a whole bunch of shots. Yeah. Did them. Puked right on my friend's floor as soon as I'd been there, probably within 15 minutes. But then, got a rally, bro. Uh, got a rally. rally. No, did it cost me? No, but it cost my friend to get their carpet clean. Oh, it was a carpet. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But oh. I mean, you get, if you have a college apartment, you're getting puke on yeah. your carpet. Yeah. That's, what, that's how it goes. All right. Tastic. Every time I eat Italian, I celebrate too hard because I end up with a little red sauce on the shirt or on the on the pants. Every time. That's why you gotta wear shorts. <laughs> Just go right on your leg. <laughs> uh, then it, uh, it's the lap. I would still get it with the shorts. Get it. Get some red sauce every single time. A little splashback, or if it's not the red sauce, a little oil. You know. It's yeah. Just, can't help it. I can't help it. I'm getting old. Don't know how to eat anymore. You gotta get a bib on you. Yeah. Lily. I used to play cricket uh, back in Australia, and it's a summer sport, so you're outside, you wear sunglasses because it's hot. And uh, I used to spend a lot of money on sunglasses, Ray Bans, 160 bucks. I could could not afford it, but I used to buy them, yeah. Anyway, so uh, when you're out in the field, if you take a catch, you go and celebrate with your uh, teammates. Yeah, I lost two pairs of uh, Ray-Bans or, or broke two pairs of By Ray-Bans celebrating. celebrating after taking a, a, like a wicket, yeah, a catch. But how did you... So what happened? Well, because everyone jumps in, everyone celebrates. Yeah, great. So your glasses just go yeah, flying off. Yeah, fall off on the ground. Someone tramples on them. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, man, don't spend money on sunglasses. Just buy the cheap ones. That's right. But hey, great catch, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it was a great catch, yeah. Great catch, great catch. <laughs> All right, that's Rapid Fire. That's another edition of No Dunks. Thanks so much for joining us today and for all week long. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Dunks Inc. Make sure you check out that one month in podcast. As I said, we dropped it on Thursday. That one was a blast. Don't forget to rate and review No Dunks on Apple Podcasts. Five stars only, baby. We did the uh, Five Star Friday. We're sharing some of your reviews on our Instagram uh, story account, so go check that out too. And thanks to everybody that has already left a review. I was checking the reviews and somebody had submitted a question to us via review. It's a new way to slide in. Whoa, 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 nice. whoa. Very, very cool. All right, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, when it's hot outside, you wear sunglasses. <laughs> Embrace the weekend, people. You could stay.